Blog Talk Radio. struggle with 
we understand that as human beings, you, you're, you have a calling almost, uh, uh, everybody do. I have a calling, if you will, to share things that you know for sure, things that have set you free. Because you never know, you may be able to uh, help a lot of brothers and sisters going through some of the same things you're going through. So tonight, tonight is open for them. Right here on the Fossil Stone Network. Today is the 22nd of May, 2022. And uh, we are right over, we're getting close to 500 shows. And I just thank the Father that we've been able to stay around this long. Um, I'm serious. I thank the Father for it. So many blogs come and go, come and go, come and go. But some kind of way, we've managed to continue to uh, get enough support. And uh, we've had shows. Our, our highest show is at 8,900, 8, I think 900-something listens in this call how should we live as Israelites today? Isn't that amazing? How should we live as Israelites today? So uh, that's our highest show. We've never, ever had a show more higher than that show. And uh, it goes to speak that people want to know, how do I be practical with y'all saying? Okay, what if we are? How do, how do we live? So that's our most popular show. We've had some other shows that's... Um, Eight, uh, seven thousand, six thousand, and then we've had shows as low as maybe fifty. So this is what's going on right here. Uh, trying to get the word out. Don't belittle blog talk. Don't I mean don't belittle social media. Don't belittle uh, uh, ministry online because guess what? This is the wave of the future. I kid you not, brothers and sisters. This is where folks go. They can't deal with these churches. A lot of them. And yes, the Bible has commanded us. To not be an island to ourselves, uh, uh, to be accountable to, to to brothers and sisters, and not just to be out here floating with these doctrines. And so, but people are managing to do that online and just meet in small groups. And I really think it's a move of the Father, because these churches, I promise you, most of them that I see, they're not committed to truth. They say so much truth, they. I shouldn't say they're not committed to. They're committed to some truth. But something they turn a deaf ear to, they don't want to hear it. They want to talk about it. I'm talking about things the Father is saying. So I said that to say, well, I'll, let me just back up. I'll say in addition to that, our one of our slogans is with a network that talk about things that's oftentimes uncomfortable that the father really is saying one more time one of the slogans of our network is we talk about things that the father really is saying folks but it's uncomfortable what do you do what do you do if you've been attending churches for years and you have questions I mean growth questions questions that's stunting your growth that's, that's impeding your development and you just can't get it answered you can't talk to your priest, your pastor about it. You can't talk to your minister about it. What do you do? That's why we have blogs. There are people out here sharing. There's a lot of people that just just gossiping truth. So a lot of people just want to be heard true. There's a lot of people that's not accountable to people. That's true, too. Uh, there's a lot of re- rebels and goats and, and 
And, you know, I understand, but there's also some sheep out here that are really trying to do the right thing. And shepherds out here really trying to do the right thing. Again, you have tuned into the Blog, uh, uh, blog Talk Radio. This is the Boston Soul Network. I'm Brother Seth. And tonight we're going to have on, uh, for our co-host, uh, uh, only Purcell Porsche, all the way in the state of Ohio, in the city of Cincinnati. He'll be coming at you. And then we'll just go down to Tyler, Texas, and uh, grab our good brother, Kenwin, Kenwin Castleberry. So these are our co-hosts tonight. If any more join us, I will let you know. The way we do it these days, brothers and sisters, we just allow these co-hosts to come on the day of. Y'all don't, we don't have scripts. We don't kind of talk to each other about necessarily the minute-by-minute blow of the show. So y'all always get these co-hosts organically. Okay? That's just how we roll. So speaking of co-hosts, let me go ahead and bring them on the line. Uh, Brother Patel Porsche. Um, has been riding with us for a while, and I really, enjoy, uh, really thank I'm thankful to even know this brother. To be honest with you, Purcell is a minister in his own right. He's been preaching this gospel for a long time, trying to convince brothers and sisters of who this Christ is and uh, who he is to him. And I, I've seen Purcell uh, and have uh, witnessed up close his his testimony, and I can tell y'all right now, he's real. You just ain't gonna get no more real of a brother than Purcell Porsche. I, I'm just, I'm serious. I, you know, sometimes we get used to these big names and these folks that uh, have a lot of uh, uh, followers, and I'm not hating on them. It's nothing wrong with uh, the, the Father blessing you to where you now have, uh, you know, thousands follow you. But folks, look around you. There's some very hard laborers that that really is paying the price. And that's walking the walk all around you. Why don't you invest in them? I mean, after all, you know, you know what they're what they're living. I better be very careful with these folks you're looking at through a. a, 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 a and I know I just glorified uh, social media many ago, but I'm just saying. Uh, I think even over social media or any type of media. We need to look at brothers and sisters around us with these gifts and really support them. So uh, I'm thankful. I'm so thankful for this brother. So let's go to the phone lines. Come to the time in every believer's life. The trials are going to come. Hello, something, something in the background. Y'all know how I like to do it. I always like to bring on my guests with a little bit of music. But uh, also before I bring him on, one other thing I, I forgot to mention to a lot of y'all. Purcell and I have actually coached, coached together. So uh, he goes deep, y'all. His son, my son, I told you, like I said, I know him, a personal. I know a lot of some of his struggles. I know his strong points. I think I know his strong points anyway. I mean, everybody has hidden talent. But I know some of his immediate talents. And I know, uh, I just know, like I said, the brother tries to live this life. And he loves our people. He really do. He tries to love all people. We're going to talk about that tonight, too. That's one of the things I want to hit on. Uh, co-hosts, y'all, help me remember. Uh, uh, again, hit this this love thing, obligation. What, about, what, what, should our, what should our relationships with our white brothers and sisters look like? That's one of the things on the table already uh, for this open forum. But we're not still on one topic tonight, brothers and sisters. Purcell, your line is open, brother. Welcome to the show. And again, thank you for coming on. Again, say hello to the people. 
Oh man, it's my pleasure, Seth. Uh, so so honored, uh, as I often say, uh, so honored to be on. So honored for you to have me on. I appreciate the introduction. Um, I slide you that twenty as soon as we see one another again. Um, <laughs> appreciate appreciate all those wonderful things, man. Uh, um, I heard somebody say one time, I'm just a nobody trying to tell everybody about somebody who can save anybody. Yeah, I like and, uh, that. That's, that's, I like that, too. That's that's my testimony. Um, I'm not a nobody, though, because I am the righteousness of God. So that part of that little colloquialism I uh, will dismiss um, because I don't identify with nobody. Um because I can't be a part of the kingdom. I can't be a kingdom citizen and be nobody. So we will X that part of it out. But I am trying to tell everybody about somebody who can save anybody. And yes, that is yes. Our Lord yes. Savior Jesus Christ. Um, we bring you greetings. We bring you greetings from Salt Life Kingdom Ministries. Uh, we're very, very new to this thing. Um, we're right now uh, on Instagram. You can check us out on Instagram. Salt Life Ministries is what you would look for. Uh, again, we are Salt Life Kingdom Ministries. We are um, thriving or striving to put the saltiness back into the believer, into the life of the believer. Because the Bible says in Matthew 5 and 13 that we are the salt of the earth. And the Bible says, if the salt lose his savor, yep. wherewith shall it be salted? So it is important for us to understand that we are the salt of the earth. Uh, we supposed to, as believers in the body of Christ, bring the flavor to the world. Amen. The world should not be bringing the flavor to the church which is a topic that we should be talking about also. Um, oh, yeah. Because that's a lot of what's happening. That is what's happening. The world is bringing the flavor to the church, which is causing confusion. But I won't get on that. I just want to introduce myself. Um, I am uh, Purcell and Dale Porsche, founder of Kingdom Life or Salt Life Kingdom Ministries. Salt Life Kingdom Ministries. I want to give you a little excerpt of where Salt Life Kingdom Ministries birthed from. Okay, um, and do my favor, Priscilla, because we got Kenwood, Brother Kenwood in the house also. So make it about thirty okay, seconds. Okay. We'll come back to bring him on. We'll come back to you. We'll come back to to that. Uh, well, I tell you what, let's right, bring him on, work. and then we'll then we'll roll, then we'll flip it back over to you. You can talk a little bit about Salt Life Kingdom. I just don't want him holding. Okay. All right, so let's right, get right. Brother Kenwood Castleberry. Then y'all, Priscilla's going to tell us a little bit about Salt Life uh, Ministries. All right. So all the way to Tyler, Texas, Brother Kenwin. Uh brother, you're in your line. It's wide open. Uh, go ahead and say hello to the people quickly. Hey, shalom, shalom, everybody. Can y'all hear me pretty good? We can hear you great. Go right shalom, here, brother. brother. All right, all right. I've I'm, uh, got a high load going to Kansas, so uh, I'm driving on the road uh, talking. Um, yes, uh, all praises. I'm glad to be here. Uh, wanna, uh, I got a, I got a few things I wanted to say that, uh, 
I ain't going to say apologize, but I wanted to say that uh, uh, I've been listening to the last show about seven times, man. I mean, it was a good show. And uh, I wanted to kind of apologize because I I assumed that everybody kind of understood the Hebrew movement and what we believed in and the perspective I was coming from. And I kind of had to beat myself up because I was like, uh, a lot of things I was saying was, off the assumption. And so I, I really wanted to kind of uh, uh, run some, bounce some things off of you guys because iron shop is iron. We all love Christ. We all about Christ, man. And we all, I believe we're on the same team. And I yes, definitely yes. want to get into that tonight. And um, and talk about Paul. Because I, I think uh, when I run back and listen well, to it, with, uh, I kind of sound like. <laughs> I love it. You ready to go? I love it. Maybe you can start out because yeah. you got that energy. That's good. That's good. But I wanted to just you just do an intro right now. Just say hello to the people. Oh, right. <laughs> and uh, 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 and then I'm gonna go to. Uh, so let's just do this. Let's go to uh, Purcell Porsche. You want to finish talking about Salt Life Ministries? Oh, by the way, how can people get a hold of you just in case you make some points or something they want to connect with you? Um, that's that's what we do in the intro. Just letting everybody know, saying hello to the people and how to get a hold of you, and then we get into the comments. So how can people get a hold of you? Okay, uh, talking about me? Uh, no, yeah, like Ministries. No, listen. Okay. How can people get a hold of you if they have questions? Like you say some things and they really want to learn more. They're gonna they want they they may want to get a hold of you. Trust me. So how can they get a hold of you? Oh, okay. Need uh, well, the the main way to get hold of me is through Facebook. Uh, Facebook is the the my main pat- platform that I love to use. Got all my family and friends on it. It's Kenwin Castleberry. Uh, just look me up and uh, bam, uh, yeah, just uh, uh, let me know, you know, in the messenger or whatever, uh, and I'll get back with them as soon as possible. All right. Mm-hmm. So this is what we're gonna do, everybody. Uh, and print, uh, Ken Wynn Casimir, thank you for it. thank you for those words. And uh, I'm sure people will be getting a hold of you because you you say a lot of things that uh, people may have questions uh, about. Okay. Purcell was finishing up talking about how the people can get a hold of him. And uh, go ahead with what you were saying, Purcell, about Salt Life Ministries. All right. All right. I'll be brief. Uh, yeah, uh, you can contact me uh, a couple of different ways. Uh, I uh, shut down my Facebook uh, for a, a, a good period of time, uh, probably about three, four months, um, because it just looked to me like Facebook was uh, getting real messy. It was getting real messy. Um, the only time that I would be on there anyway is to keep up with my family in New Orleans. So, um, at any rate, um, that's not a venue for me. Um, Instagram, like I said, Salt Life, Salt Life Ministries is what you want to look up on, on Instagram. Um, we're doing some awesome things. Uh, we're connected to uh, Impact Change now. You can also find us uh, on Instagram. Um I'm a teacher there. Um, also, you can get you can get me a, if you via email. Uh, my email address is millionairemagnates 
at gmail.com. That's millionaire, M-I-L-L-I-O-N-A-I-R-E, magnates, that's M-A-G-N-A-T-E-S, at gmail.com. Um, well, thank you for that. Ministries. Yeah. Go right ahead. Salt Life Ministries. Um, again, Salt Life Kingdom Ministries, our mission is to bring the saltiness back to the life of the believer. Um, because, again, Matthew 5 and 13 lets us know that we are the salt of the earth. And if the salt lose his savor, wherewith shall it be salted, the scripture says. So we are, um, that is our mission, is to bring the saltiness back um, through uh, kingdom principles and rightly dividing the word of truth. Uh, the way King, uh, Salt Life Kingdom Ministries was birthed is we were on a road trip. Um, real simple, real simple. We were on a road trip, and a truck passed us by really fast. And I just happened to get a glimpse of a sticker that he had in his back window. And the sticker said, Salt Life. And when I saw that, I thought, oh, my God. I told my wife, I said, babe, did you see that? And she said, no, babe, what was it? I said, that truck just went by with a sticker that says salt life. And I tell you what, folks, when I saw that sticker, my spirit was illuminated. I mean, I just came alive. And I thought, oh, my goodness, we are the salt of the earth. That was the first thing I thought about was Matthew 5 and 13. And from that came Salt Life Kingdom Ministries. Um, just that simple. Uh, God showed me that And we've been running with it ever since um, um, Kingdom principles Are absent also in the body of Christ um, The world is taking over the church Instead of the church taking over the world um, So there's a couple of things That um, I recognize As a believer in the body of Christ I recognize that our uh, That we are also um, Not as um, concerned about kingdom citizenship as we are about church membership. That, to me, is an oxymoron uh, because there's no power in membership, um, but all of the power is in citizenship because it is then, it is there that we find and understand our rights as heirs and joint heirs with Christ. My little spiel for tonight. Um, again, I'm honored. Uh, I'm, I'm so excited about Five Smooth Stones Network. Um, tune in. Tune in. Um, it is yes. a powerful, powerful blog. Every Saturday night, 11 o'clock, I believe it is. Um, of course, yeah, since Saturday, Eastern time, my time is 12 um, And then right, Sunday right. night uh, right. Well, Purcell, do my favor Because I was I'm just going to I was going to I yeah, was going to yeah, yeah. go I was going to mention something about the schedule So let me uh, go over the schedule Okay, okay yeah, yeah Okay, because yeah, we start saying that. Yeah, because yeah, I got some And Purcell is right We are thinking about, folks literally canceling on Saturday night because it's just too hard to get people out. Sister Eliana will be the only one that could really value it uh, because she's on the East Coast. 
I mean, excuse me, West Coast, and their time is like, to them, it's like our 11 o'clock is 9 o'clock there. So she loves uh, the late show, but she's just so busy. But everybody here in the Central and East Coast, they have trouble with this time. So we're going to probably most likely scratch the Saturday and go with the uh, Sunday and maybe uh, uh, a Tuesday and then a Thursday or keep Monday. We'll probably just keep Monday and just go with Sunday, Monday, and maybe a Thursday. Uh, because I found out something with the when, when you when I used to do four blogs a week, that's what we had those shows in a thousand. And it's something about when you do meet once a week, you lose people. If they if they forget your show, that's two weeks before they hear you again, and it's too much distraction in people's lives. So if you're on twice a week, that's a little better. But if you're on four times a week or three times a week, I kid you not, they look at it almost like a family, and they always show up. You get to know people. You get to know first names. And we miss a lot. We we missed a lot of uh, listeners over the years by dropping down to one show. I had to realize it in my research. So Purcell, I appreciate him bringing the schedule. So uh, y'all just kind of just, Look for, uh, just check the Five Smooth Stone uh, website. If you don't know what the website is, just simply Google Five Smooth Stone Blog Talk Radio. That'll take you to our website and just kind of look at the dates and times. Uh, like I said, I'm, I'm pretty sure we're going to scratch Saturday night. It'll just be Sunday night and uh, Monday night, and then we'll start a new uh, program on Thursday, where on Thursday will be like 8 o'clock. So, Maybe we'll get more of the crew. I know John appreciate that because he always liked Five Stone, but he just can't do the late shows, all right? So late shows probably just be me and somebody like Purcell and, and of course, uh, the one and only Kenwin Cassaberry. Uh, most likely that's what it'll be. <laughs> Kenwin, you, you, you good with the uh, – uh, how, how do you like the 8 o'clock shows versus the 11 o'clock shows for your tr- trucking uh, career? Well, uh, I try to make any one of them, man. Um, but it's up and down. Uh, my the trucking life. Uh, one day I'm early bird. Next day I'm overnighter. So um, the the nature of my uh, uh, career is I'm all around, man. Twenty four hours. So um, don't matter what time you make, it's subject to be you know rough. But I will uh, do what I can to try to make make them all, brother. Because I I fell in love with this show, man, uh, about two years ago, and um, yes. I enjoy I enjoy yourself. You really know how to. You are really a fisherman of men. You really is, and uh, I'm uh, really taking notes of you, brother, because uh, I want to be able to fish. You know what I'm saying? Like both of you guys, um, I, I, I'm on that path. I, I'm trying to get my learning up, and so I can be able to fish for other brothers. And if you come to my Facebook page. Um, basically what you will see is that very thing, me reaching out to different varieties of different people, different walks of life. And, uh, yeah, so that, that pretty much kind of explains me. I'm just a truck driver and, uh, who loves the podcast, loves the uh, five smooth stones and, and just calling on in, you know? Well, I appreciate that. I appreciate those words. I'm very thankful for that compliment, brother. I promise you that is all I'm trying to do. I just figure... Uh, brother uh, Casaberry and Brother Porsche, that if I impart to people things I know for sure that has changed my life, I try I try not to talk about things I'm not sure about. You notice certain topics 
I don't talk about. I just don't talk about them. It's not I don't know what to say on but if my fruit are not really strong in some areas, I don't I don't lead out. I might comment, you know, I may comment, uh, but I don't lead out. I just don't. And I'm just going to, I ain't going to name what they are, but I'll just say certain topics. If you notice, I'll comment, but I won't lead out. But things I know for sure, like these five topics we call five smooth stones, and they are smooth. They're not rough around the edges. I know what I'm talking about when I talk about leprosy. I know what I'm talking about when I talk about white supremacy. I know what I'm talking about when I talk about the Hebrew, who the real Jews are. I know what I'm talking about when I talk about the one world government. It's real, folks. And I definitely know what I'm talking about when I talk about the kingdom of God. These are the five topics we call the five smooth stones. We talk about hundreds of topics on this network, but these are the ones Brother Stephfield are calling to for sure to talk about. So, uh, again, welcome every, those of you to the Five Smooth Stone Network tonight where we have open forum. We're going to let Brother Purcell push straight out. But like I said, at some point, I want to talk about how do we live with our so-called white brothers and sisters. It may be a, a dumb question for some people, but I tell you, some of our people is done with white people, and, and they 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 on the verge of hating them, and we cannot lose as a as Israelites. We, we just can't. The Bible commands us to love the stranger that is among us. Although we're not in the land of Israel, our land, and we're scattered in diversity, it constantly tells us we are to love. We are to point people of other nations to the Most High. We are to show them a more pure way to follow the Most High. How are you going to do that? You sit up hating and mad at them. You got to understand when we've been scattered, the Most High is the one that scattered us, not white folks. White folks was just the, the bus company he 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 employed to, to get us here. That's all, just employees. That's it. Now they're gonna suffer, of course. Yes, Babylon is gonna fall because they're gonna take our suffering too much, too far. The Bible talks about that. How the the person that that enslaves over Israel, those of you that don't know your Bible, I don't know what to tell you because it talks about it many times when God the Most High scattered Israel. How? that those people that take them captives would take it too far, and the Father would turn around and judge them. If they didn't take it too far, they could literally enslave us, own our women, own our bodies, and they would not face no judgment because the Father said, this is what they're going to do to you. So y'all got to really get these white people, so-called white people in perspective. And, and, and quit acting like they're from Mars. They these are uh, 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 human beings from Africa, as, as uh, uh, Miss Elliot said. The white lady goes around talking about racism. I am a faded African, and she's absolutely right. I'll use her name. I'll use her description. She says, "I am a faded African." We don't know who those people are because they're mixed with all types of Africans from various tribes of albinos. So, Purcell, go ahead, brother, and share us. One thing that's on your heart, and folks, again, uh, this is open forum, so don't feel like you have to stay. Those of you on the phone, if you have a question for Purcell or Brother uh, Kenwin, simply press 1, and we'll bring you on. I'm going to be monitoring the phone lines. Those of you in the chat room, chat away. Just remember, if you have questions for us, type question marks before and after your question. Brother Purcell, go right ahead. 
All right. Uh, I'll tell you what sounds really interesting to me is uh, this topic that you want to get to, which is how do we live with our white brothers and sisters? That's a very intriguing topic topic to me. So we can start there um, because that's also um, one of those topics that – is is somewhat of a thorn in my side because I'm going to talk talk about it from the believers. One of my greatest issues um, with the body of Christ, or not so much necessarily the body of Christ, but with our white brothers and sisters, is the fact that we still have white churches and black churches. Um, I don't understand how that is possible and so prevalent in the quote-unquote body of Christ, uh, which it, which makes me so um, vehemently um, passionate about this citizenship issue. Because the citizenship thing is so important. I believe that it would bring the body of Christ together. We wouldn't be seen as the white church and the black church, but we would be seen as the citizens of the kingdom of God. And somehow racism is just as prevalent in the body of Christ as it is in the world. And that, my friends, baffles me. It baffles me. We are supposed to have the uh, the sauce. Yes. We're supposed to have the sauce. And somehow um, we, are, we are not um, impacting the world the way God intended us to. We're supposed to take dominion. That was one of the first, actually, that was the first uh, instruction. Well, second, we was to be fruitful and multiply and, and have dominion. Not over one another, but over the earth. The people of God were supposed to subdue the earth. And bring the kingdom from heaven to earth. And somehow, somehow we read in the same Bible and got totally different twisted views of how this thing is supposed to go down. And it just baffles me. It baffles me how long that we have been able to uh, uh, brandish this image of the quote-unquote Christ, Jesus the Christ, that has this long, blonde, stringy hair and these blue eyes. And many of our African-American brothers and sisters, I don't even use the term African-American, but we'll go with it tonight. Many of our African-American brothers and sisters, you can go in each one of our homes, find that image posted somewhere in some room 
on some wall. And somehow we bought the lie. I've had so many people tell me, well, it don't matter what color he is. Well, it don't matter to you. It matters to me. Because there is an image. The image itself tells a story. Now, the, the problem with that is it don't tell my story. That's not my God. That's not the image of my God. The main thing That's that good. bothers me about it the most is the simple fact that it's a direct contradiction to the word of God. So I'm wondering how in the world have we been able to allow this image to stand as long as it has and nobody, I mean, nobody challenges. Because it is a direct contradiction to scripture. The Bible said his skin was bronze, wool. Now, I don't know about you, but I don't think I've ever seen a white boy with wool hair, with wool looking, well, unless they get what's known as a perm. I did hair for over 10 years. So uh, my, my black sisters, I want you all to know that you don't get perms. You get relaxers. A perm makes your hair curly, okay? So we got to have the right information. We've been saying that for years, too. That's true. And, the, you know, and the uh, the stylists have not been correcting their clients. So we, we roll with that, okay? Just like tradition. We ride with tradition, not even understanding what the real understanding should be. Let me tell you this quick little story about tradition real quick, and I'm going to be finished because I could go on and on about this because it bothers me so much, and I'm so passionate about it. Another one I'm passionate about is tradition. Tradition is an enemy to God. Anyway, let me tell you this quick little story about tradition. I listened to somebody Who's my favorite? Well, hold on, hold on, hold on a second, brother Percy. Hold on, because you flowed a lot. You said a lot there, and I want to get the uh, the uh, co-host in, brother Kenwin. Any comments on what Percy was saying? Said a lot there. Any 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 feedback from that? First of all, well, uh, uh, nothing against it. I just want to add to it. I want to add to it uh, because it. It pretty much covers across the board on uh, um, how a lot of people kind of view it. And um, I remember staring up in the sky and wondering, what is this all about? And uh, that kind of goes along with uh, what Brother Purcell is kind of was saying uh, and, and how we all kind of gravitate to hearing, getting tossed to and fro with different doctrines. Um, you know, Paul wrote something to that effect, you know, uh, and in some way we wind up uh, kind of like what Paul was going through, how uh, some um, uh, followers of James come to Paul and or Paul's followers and, and disagree with Paul's followers. And they, they say, hey, we study under James. And then Paul, and, uh, Peter's followers uh, come tell James' followers, we study under Peter. It's um, but Paul was writing something to that effect, saying, "Ain't we all 
teaching the same thing. Was uh, I mean, what do you mean you follow under James but don't want to listen to nothing I say, you know, or anything to the, you know, uh, back and forth. And there was a little confusion happening within the church. Um, but and it's like that's grew to a greater magnitude. Um, as far as white folks go, um, I uh, I got some white friends. I even got white folks in my family. And, um, and uh, they're near and dear to me. And I wanted to say that Hebrew movement is not exactly supposed to voice hatred and things like that, because that's not of Christ, you know. Um, Christ was a fisherman and wanted us all to be a fisherman. Uh, but somewhere somewhere or another, it winds up, you know, in kind of like this hate speech category. Um, so I, I'm not really that type of Israelite. Uh, I, I seek after the Father, and I don't, I don't wish, you know, bad on no race, particular race at all, especially living amongst them. I got to see uh, a lot of them in poverty, just as me, and yeah. Uh, yeah. That, that 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 makes it hard for me to, uh, you know, throw rocks at them like y'all the bad guy, you know, when I see that they struggling, uh, just like I'm struggling, you know, <laughs> you know what I'm saying, and dealing with the same temptations and worldly stuff that plagues me also, um, so it's it's. It's just their empire is what I'm mad at. Uh, we got this thing with Esau, the Hebrew Israelites. We do a lot of teachings about Esau. He's the end of the world. And Esau is a character. I'm not going to put a race by Esau because, well, I'm not steady enough to to blame to say that's that person. But yeah. I, I will say that Esau is a character that we associate with the devil because everything about him um, – it's devil-like, and he's the end of the world, and uh, he's going to have a nest among the, sti- the stars in the sky, which meaning that he developed flight. He's definitely yeah. a people that has the control. But I'm going to kind of well, end it with that, and I want to get started. Uh, one, one, one last thing, one last thing. Um, Hebrews, we love Paul. We love Paul and his doctrine, too. Um, and, I, and, and I don't... Uh, the last time we talked, I think I kind of came off a little bit like we're against well, Paul's well, hold teaching. On, hold on, hold on, brother. That's, hold on, that's hold on, not hold true. On, hold, on. hold on, brother Castleberry. Do my favor because okay, we gotcha. can't talk about that because <laughs> Paul. No, that's another thing. Let's make let's all make and write that down. Talk about Paul briefly because this is another source of a confliction. Uh, a lot of folks, you weren't doing it. You weren't doing it per se, but a lot of people have issues with Paul. So we'll talk about that too, but I didn't want to get on there. But I want to Purcell. I want to go. I want to go back and forth about three minutes each, something like that. Go back and forth. So Purcell was making this point, and I appreciated what you just said about uh, our brothers and sisters that have less pigmentation. I appreciate what you was just saying about us coming together and we all working together and and not being uh, divisive like the early apostles were. On uh, I'm, I'm out to Paul. I'm out to. I appreciate that. I just want to say that that was very good. Brother Patel, you was making a point. Hold on, everybody. Hold on. Bear with me, everybody. Oh, uh, I got Purcell okay. muted. Hold on. Hold on. Hold on. And before I bring Purcell on, I, I, y'all got to remember, Purcell, your line is now open. But before I bring on Purcell, I got to get my two cents in. Y'all got to remember, I'm moderating here. The bad thing about moderating, you get the you get the moderating, you forget to comment. 
but I just wanted to comment on just something briefly said uh, by, you know, both of y'all. Folks, again, if we don't, you got to ask yourself, what caused us to be put in ships? Our wives taken by a nation from the north. All this hell, real life, torment, uncomprehendable hell we've been going through for these something say 400 years. What brought us here? Israel's whole purpose, the whole purpose of the Father revealing himself to this little nation was for them, number one, to enjoy him and learn him and walk with him, but also to be an example to the world. That's what the Bible says Israel was. It's the whole calling of an Israelite. Even if you're not a preacher, evangelist, apostle, teacher, if you bloodline Israelite, that is your calling. We really are a kingdom of priests. Even if you're not even called. Because there's a mark on us. Wherever we go, we're going to fulfill these blessings or these curses. We're like a, uh, I like to say we're like a billboard. People are going to know who we are, especially those in power. They know who we are. And we're supposed to be that example in the earth of who Yah, what Yah is like, the Father is like, God is like. And Christ came to rid of the sin question because sin was a big problem in the Old Testament. So in Christ, there is no sin. With the flesh, we serve the law of sin and death. But in the spirit, we are sinless. So how can you hate? Your own work, your own harvest you're supposed to go out and reap. How can you hate it? Foreigners, all these foreigners in our neighborhood taken from us. We're supposed to love them. I said, we're supposed to love them. I said, we're supposed to love these people. Now, it may be a tough love, but they got to know at the end of the day, People really love me. If they act a fool with you, you, you deal with them, you hold them accountable. Maybe you might not patronize you Maybe you won't want to patronize them. You do what you have to do, you know. But at the end of the day, they better know two things. You love them, and you represent this Most High. And they need to know this Most High is a good Elohim, a good God, based by your chaste conversation. Or your chase, or your living this thing. That that's right. Is why Israel was called from the bosom of Abraham, from the loins of Abraham. If you ain't doing that, and you out here preaching hate, oh my goodness! You want to get back to some new slave ships and go to a new American, go start this all over again? I don't get it. Purcell, go right ahead. Yeah, you pretty much said a mouthful there, sir. We are supposed to be the examples in the earth. Uh, matter of fact, the Bible said that the earth is yearning for the sons of God to appear. So uh, 
I taught this one time. We have a responsibility as a believer. I don't want to get too far from my thought, but you made me think about this. That's just just the fact that we have a responsibility as a believer to walk like God, talk like God, think like God. That's why the Bible tells us in Matthew 6th chapter in the 33rd verse, it said to seek ye first the kingdom of God and his righteousness. Righteousness means right standing with God. So when we seek God's righteousness, we seek to be in right standing with him. In other words, we seek to be like him. It also said, the Bible also said that that we are to uh, let this mind be in you that was also in Christ Jesus. So we have, I always always, um, stress that point. Let, the scripture said, let this mind be in you. That let me know that I have a responsibility there to allow the spirit of God and the word of God to transform my way of thinking. I have to allow that to happen. This is a learned behavior. It don't just happen by osmosis. It's a learned behavior. I'm I'm, I'm a teacher by trade, and I teach a subject called social and emotional learning. There are certain skills that come along with social and emotional learning. Everything that I teach, I teach my children or my youth, that it is a learned behavior. It's a learned behavior to learn how to manage your emotions. It's a learned behavior to learn how to be self-disciplined. It's a learned behavior to understand self-awareness, all of these things. It's a learned behavior to, 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 um, to um, learn how to be resilient. Um, it's a, all of these are what they call skills. And they are, any kind of skill is a learned behavior. It is a learned behavior to let this mind be in you that was also in Christ Jesus, which is why I love the scripture found with my boy 12th chapter of the book of Romans. And the second verse is said, be not conformed to this world, but be ye transformed by the renewing of your mind that you might prove what is that good, perfect, and acceptable will of God. This is what God, this is what I heard in my spirit today when I was in service. We were praying before service started, right? Uh-huh. And I heard this in okay. my spirit. Uh-huh. I heard that the will of God is preeminent. Yes, that's what I heard. I heard the will of God is preeminent. So the first thing that I did was looked up preeminent. I had an idea of what it meant, but I knew it was from the Lord because I wasn't 100% sure what it meant. So immediately right. I looked up preeminent. 
And the word preeminent means to supersede or surpass everything else. Yes, sir. Yes, So the will of God is preeminent in the life of the believer. We have a responsibility to the will of God for our lives because anything we do, okay, it's going to require faith, first of all. In order for us to seek out and walk in the will of God, it's going to require faith. And the Bible said anything that's not done in faith is sin. Mm, okay. So it is a we have a responsibility to this gospel, the quote unquote gospel. We don't have a responsibility to the gospel per se. I don't want to use that anymore because I've been um um I, I got a different revelation now of that. I want to say we have a, a particular responsibility to the kingdom of God. We have a particular responsibility to the kingdom. And Purcell, is, Purcell, let, let me do this because we're kind of getting away. All that is good. You know I'm down with the kingdom. But you had we have first talked about how to live with so-called whites. Okay, let's go back. Let's go back to the white thing. Let's go back to the white thing. Yeah, yeah. Only you. because, only you. because people, you know. I got you. you I, got wanna... you. I got you. I got All you. Right, I so let me ask you a question. Yeah, because no, you're not on the bunny trail. It's good stuff, y'all. Y'all better hear what Priscilla's saying, and uh, I'm gonna have to just have him on talking about exclusively the kingdom. But I, it's not too far from where he was just said. But I just want folks want to know how should we live with these people. That are causing us so much pain on our jobs. Even our doctors—they're not—they're not prescribing the right medicines for us. They're in every area of life. There they are, ruling over us with the iron, with that iron rod. How in the world? Are we supposed to live with these people? And then later I want to reverse it. Let's talk as though we're white and we're creating an environment in our home for our 18-year-old to go out with an assault rifle and kill because he, along with millions of other whites, are concerned that they're becoming a minority. That is not a small issue. We're going to talk about that tomorrow. Yeah. Or we can hit that a little tonight. We can really wait to tomorrow, but I'm just saying, how should we live with these people? And then tomorrow we can hit even more. Uh, how are they to perceive us? Y'all, we got to understand. So, Priscilla, go ahead and hit that for about a minute. And then I'm going to go to uh, Brother Kenwood, Kenwood Casper. But because I interrupted you, I want you to go ahead and go first. But I definitely want to bring in Brother Kenwin uh, to the conference. Brother Kenwin, I just had your line muted all that time. So I apologize. I had your line no, it's muted. All, good. all right. So, Brother Purcell, go ahead. Seth, that is a that is a $64 million question, man, um, just to be flat foot. Um, because it's going to require some – how do we live with them? 
Well, first of all, uh, wow, that's 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 a, a loaded question. We, we what first of all have to walk in. We we first we first of all have to walk in love. I mean, how can you love someone? And this is how they're thinking. That's why they don't like the church, because they think we're passive. I kid you not. They make all these jokes about us because of people like me talking about we should love. I sound very soft. I sound very, you know. You know. <laughs> but my point is this. No, I sound soft. People told me. I've, I've, I've got a lot of flack. I've been called Uncle Tom because I say I love white people. I say, if they're in my show, would I love every single one of you? And they know you can do about it. <laughs> I have been a strike. Many times, let me just say this while Purcell is getting his thoughts together. We'll come to you, Purcell. I want you to hit out in Brother Casper, come to you. But let me just say this, what I've learned. Number one, Gary, a.k.a. Brother Ella Shure, and I, we've had a big argument over this. Because he calls him our enemy, our enemy, our enemy. Yeah, I miss him too. If you listen, Brother Gary, you just heard that. But we disagree. He said this out. The Bible did say the land, the land of your enemies. So somebody might say, brother, it is right there. They're enemies. But if the father said, Israel, I'm going to send you to this place if you disobey. And we disobey, he send us. Well, who's really our enemy? Our foreparents' rebellion. If the father say, I'm going to use these people to execute my judgment, and he calls those wicked people his army. People act like that verse don't exist. It's many verses where he called Nebuchadnezzar his servant. Whenever somebody's carrying out anything he wants, they're a servant. Right. Whether, uh-huh. whether it's a blessing, whether it's a blessing or whether destruction, if they're carrying it out, Line up online, exactly as he says it, he calls them his servant. These white folks is the father's servant. Well, These we also, white people is we also the have to father's servant. Yeah. We, we also have to remember that the Bible says that It, uh, uh, the heart of the king is in his hand, and he can turn it whithersoever, whithersoever he will. Here's what I understand about this 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 question. Again, we have to walk in love, okay? Especially if we if we are his. We have to walk in love. The Bible said love casts out all fear. First thing we're dealing with where our white brothers and sisters are concerned is fear. Okay? So I don't think we can completely put the responsibility on uh, the black community or, quote, unquote, the black church or the black leadership. I think our white brothers and sisters or our white counterparts also have a responsibility. Beautiful. To to educate themselves 
and also walk in love if they belong to him. Okay, if they are citizens of the kingdom, then they also are heirs and joint heirs with Christ. They also have to succumb to the admonishment of let this mind be in you that was also in Christ Jesus. They also have a responsibility. Somehow, somehow, this is something that bothers me. We remove, we, we, we exempt them from the responsibility of annihilating the ignorance that's governing them. Okay. Ignorance is, is not a defense. It's my responsibility to um, show myself approved. It's my, my it's my responsibility to study. It's my response. I have to take responsibility. See, the, the the accountability thing is out the window. It's out the window. If we if there's one Lord, one faith, and one baptism, all are up under that umbrella. We somehow have to figure out, it seems like we always, the black people, have to uh, have to alter their behavior. We, mm, it's, okay. It's, it's, it's really crazy. It's really crazy. Hey, Brother Vassell. Yeah. Bro, Brother Vassell, I just kind of want to add, add in to what you're saying. To make it come full circle, um, I, I, I you probably ain't aware of a lot of Hebrew Israelites, what they've been preaching and, and what we kind of believe in this area, a particular area, but uh, we believe that we are under a curse, the curses of Deuteronomy and uh, the plagues that uh, that the Most High still to this day is mad at us for what we did, almost like we really broke his heart because he, he's right. taking it out on them and generations that came after them. It wasn't us. We wasn't us. But he, he, that's how mad we got him, to where he's going to take it out on your kids and your kids' kids, and everybody's going to feel this here. And uh, I want to full circle with, well, just kind of add to what you're saying is because he placed us here, but he placed more of our brothers probably under Asian rule, and they going through hard times probably over there. But as a descendant of a slave in America, I can tell you that uh, uh, as Hebrew Israelites, we're known and biblically known to be a people that, that multiply like rabbits. We know how to uh, multiply like I don't know what. You know what? And I, and I really do feel like the the Caucasian race, they really put in a lot of uh, uh, devices to keep our population in check. And I think a lot of this gun shooting and a lot of this hate crimes from them uh, comes from the fact that they really fear that uh, uh, prophecy is going to – it's like they're trying to fight against this prophecy. What the prophecy is that we will be – because I believe they do believe that we're the Hebrew Israelites. I really do. I think they've been on that. They've just been teaching us one thing, but in their minds, they've been knowing something totally different. Uh, and yeah. I see well, that when you look back and okay, go ahead. 
Well, well oh, I was about ahead, to say how, how we came to Christianity and, you know, teaching us the, from Paul. Because, I, I mean, uh, Paul, I love Paul. He really like Whoa, 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 hold on. Hold on. Don't teacher. turn that corner. Do my favor. Don't turn the corner on okay, Paul yet. Got We're going to take a little break. We're going to take a little break. No, that was good. I really wanted you to go further down that road you was on. I wanted you to go further down that road you was on. But, but Paul, we want to hit Paul. Trust we got all night. So I just want to take a little short break, folks, get something to drink. My computers are moving slow. Y'all know I like to refresh my computers halfway through the show, if y'all haven't learned it by now. But uh, listen. Again, you've tuned into the Fosfors on Network. We just kind of just open forum here, everybody. We're just talking about different things that's on our heart. Uh, and uh, tonight on our heart is how to live with white people. Y'all heard uh, brother so-called white people because, you know, there's no such thing as a group of people based upon a skin color. But y'all heard brother Purcell going to some other areas. Y'all getting a little bit of extra, bringing up the kingdom and, th- and different things. And he's he's not even halfway started, y'all. And you heard brother Kenwood. Kenwin Casaberry add beautifully to what is being said tonight. So we're not done. Uh, again, this is open forum. We try to talk about how to look at uh, just a little bit about uh, how whites should look at us because we do have a lot of our white brothers and sisters that listen to our show, and 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 they have frustrations with us, and they their frustrations is not bogus. They're intelligent people with serious problems. They see something. You cannot black people, that is so-called black people, a.k.a. Israelites, you can't just trivialize their feelings. I mean, after all, they're 18-year-olds, some of them, a few of them, have considered doing what that boy did. Don't think that boy is the long range of some freak of nature. It's a lot of kids and adults want to do what he did, but they don't want to go to jail. I said that a lot of people want to do what he did. They just don't want to go to jail. Mm-hmm. I said there's a lot of our white brothers and sisters. That's why there's no outcry when that happens. They really feel like that. I'm not saying all white people. I'm not saying that. I'll never say it on this show. There's some white people that's appalled by it and they feel he deserved a death penalty, blah, blah, blah. A lot of our white, white brothers and sisters is not on that foolishness, but a lot of our white brothers and sisters do and is very concerned about their people becoming fewer. Let me ask you some uh, brothers and sisters that happen to have pigmentation. What would you do if your people are becoming a minority? How far would you go to write it? Uh, you didn't think about that. You didn't think about that. I know you didn't think about that. <laughs> well, how far would you go? What if there's only 40 million black people and they're saying a year, 20 years from now, there's only going to be down to 10 black people, 10, 10 million black people? What would you do? What if one of your youth is reading and, and seeing how the world is going to be without black people and they're, they're mad and they're angry and they go in and shoot up everybody? How bad would you be at them? Folks, we got to understand each other. Our white brothers and sisters are not crazy. They may be listening to demons, some of them. They ain't crazy. We're one human species with feelings and emotions and intellect. Y'all better start thinking about the other person's concern in order to get along. All right, brothers, we're going to take a quick little break. Uh, Brother Purcell and Brother King, are y'all okay with a break? Oh, yeah. Yeah. 
All right, folks. Wow, this is quite a show already. You know, we, I mean, y'all so serious. Y'all so serious. Well, life is serious, everybody. And again, this is the network that talk about things that are oftentimes uncomfortable that you cannot hear in churches and your religious institutions. Yeah, you're right. You're right. It is uncomfortable. I know a lot of people say, Brother Seth, I've lost I've even lost relationships with with with, with, with females, uh, over the, or or ladies or women over the years because oh, you just too deep. You just too deep. I even lost relationships with males, men. You're just too deep. You're just too deep. I'm telling you, folks, our world is deep. I said our world is deep. Our problems are deep. You simple people just want to just sit on the uh, couch and just... (laughs) Don't let pain make you a believer. Don't let the pain come to your door. As a matter of fact, I think I'm going to play that real quick to go into this break. Got a very important mess, uh, 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 announcement coming up here on the book, y'all. Be right back. Where they have a line around the building, 
And so just know that, all right? So that's an announcement. Also, Saturday, uh, there's going to be, the, of course, the bus, bus tour. Uh, it's too late to get on the bus tour, but it is going to end at Long Star Park, uh, where they have the horse races and also other festivities for kids and so forth. So you got to go to the, to the horse races. Some of y'all never been to the horse races. So it'll be very interesting to go uh, uh, to the Longstalk Park and it'll end at Babs, B-A-B-B-S, Barbecue in Dallas. Very nice. Y'all remember we went there last year. Um, I mean, not last year, but the last uh, reunion. And then on Sunday, that will end up for Saturday. Just those two things. Longstalk Park, unless you're on the bus tour, Longstalk Park, and then the barbecue. Uh, and it's, it's barbecue and blues, okay? And then Sunday, uh, carpooling to churches and then... Um, at that point, the big dinner, the big dinner, uh, if you're not registered for the dinner, it's too late, too late, too late, too late. But after the dinner, they are going to have balloons uh, where they uh, um, be uh, 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 have a memorial for those that have passed and so forth. And then we're going to watch fireworks on the, on the lake, the magnificent lake, I might add. It's a nice lake in Dallas. Oh, my goodness. Upscale um, Lake Ray Hubbard. All right? So that's what's happening. Those are the only freebie activities left for the reunion if you're not already registered for the bus tour and the uh, banquet. All right? So that does it for our announcements. We're going to go back to the show. Really enjoying this. Really enjoying this. And again, brothers, this is the open forum where we have the one and only brother Kenwin Casaberry all the way from Tyler, Texas and then we go up north and grab our good brother from Ohio uh, Cincinnati, Ohio brother Purcell Porsche so here we're on Muscles on Network just doing our thing with this open forum I hope y'all are enjoying this as much as I am really really thank you for your time tonight alright brother Purcell Porsche your line is open brother Kenwin your line is open uh Brother, um, so brothers, again, thank y'all for being on tonight. I really, I don't take your presence lightly. Y'all both are far away. Want to go back to uh, Brother Kenwin and then um, actually Brother Purcell. But hold on, Brother Kenwin, were you done? You was finishing up. Go ahead and take about a couple minutes to finish up. Then we'll go to Purcell. Okay. Uh, well, the last thing I was saying, uh, the little point I was going to put out, is basically I'm still kind of beating myself up, but I wanted to go and uh, I wanted to say that Paul, his teachings, uh, it was really drilled in us. Well, at least parts of it during well, slavery. Hold on, hold on, hold on. Really I'm sorry. My bad, my bad, my bad, my bad, my bad, my bad. Because we said we was turning the corner right. with Paul. So let Purcell hit <clears throat> what he was going to say, and then when he done, we'll start. Hidden, hidden Paul. Now remember, we also want to talk about how the whites are, or how they are seeing us. I know tomorrow is going to be a little bit of that, but I did want to hear a little bit. So again, Priscilla, finish up how to see us, how to live with so-called whites. So whatever you were sharing, I don't know what you had on your heart, but whatever you were sharing, finish up, and then we'll let Brother Kenwood go into Paul. All right, I'm I'm not 100% sure where I left off, but. Um, I, I'm, I'm, I'm sorry thinking for I want to come to that. I'm thinking I want to come to that family reunion. <laughs> oh, but, uh, <laughs> yeah, it's gonna be nice. It's but, gonna be uh, nice. 
Yeah, it sounds like it. Anyway, I um, I, I just I think I was talking about, <clears throat> excuse me, how I believe that quote unquote white people have a responsibility as well. Um, now I'm not gonna let my brothers and sisters off the hook, however, because we've shown our counterparts um, some things that. Uh, caused them to have the perception that they have of us. Um, uh, I, I disagree. I disagree, brother. But I'm gonna let you finish before I I disagree, though. That's okay. That's okay. But that's I, I, I I need you to. I need you to. But I okay. see it every day in the grocery store. I see it um, in the. the uh, just just out in society I see us Doing some things That Is shameful to me um, I can remember uh, that, That's neither here nor there I, I just know that we exhibit some behaviors That Continue to perpetuate the cycle um, You say what you want But we have okay. we, we 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 do some stuff um, publicly that mm. is is rather ridiculous. We paint a picture of ourselves that's um, not a favorable uh, portrait, if you will. Um, and 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 I believe we, we are the salt of the earth. I believe we are the salt of the earth for real. I, I know that the scripture is talking about the believer, but I believe that black people, quote unquote black people, or uh, are the most influential people on the planet Earth. So uh, the 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 problem. Right. I, a, a lot of our problem is we don't really know who we are. You know, our value oh, system yes. has diminished has diminished substantially. Our value system has diminished substantially. I'm going to say it one more time. Our value system has diminished substantially. We used to be a people who stood very firm as it relates to family. Mm, we, do, we no longer do that. We no longer do that. Right. Now, one of the things as a believer that bothers me is that the Bible says that's the way that they'll know you, by the love that you show one to another. We wonder why we haven't won the world. Because the world is looking at us, black brothers and sisters, as well as our counterpart, white counterpart, brothers and sisters. The world is looking at us. And again, I made the point earlier about the racism being as prevalent in the body of Christ as it is in the world. So the world is looking at us saying, why would I want to be a part of your game? Because that's what the body of Christ act like. They act like we're a, we're several different gangs. 
and we're <laughs> fighting okay. over territory. Okay. Now, hold uh, up, okay. uh, Brother Purcell, because you're going I, – I, what I want to do, y'all, y'all got to help me. I don't want y'all to go no further than about three minutes because you're saying a lot, and the other one is going to forget some points. So, like, uh, uh, Brother Kenwood, go ahead and comment, but don't take that long. No more than about three minutes. Then, Brother, three three minutes, three minutes, y'all kind of watch the clock, and that way we get more of a balance. So you said a lot, Purcell. Brother Kenwood, three minutes, and then – Flip it yes. back over to the finish. All right. What what I was meaning by disagree um, okay. was was going was was basically off the concept of uh, our past leaders, meaning like uh, Malcolm X, uh, Marcus Garvey, Martin Luther King. Uh, they didn't blame themselves on why white people did the things they did. I mean, I don't see why we should blame ourselves that we causing it. We causing them to. You know what I'm saying? So they 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 chose this path for themselves, see. They killed the elders and left all these children to be slaves. So therefore we orphans. So therefore by default, a lot of the the hatred and, and that, they had the opportunity to literally raise us as the part of their own if they wanted to. But no, they chose to treat those adopted children harshly, right? We know our slavery went down, and what is the is cause and effect? Uh, the effect of that treatment echoed uh, generations later, and then we are still mad. And when and they don't trust us, worth the uh, they don't trust us at all, right? <laughs> and uh, if anything, we are people that subject to side with the enemy if they ever was in a uh, attack. No matter if we was the uh, go to uh, join their military, uh, they still showed us racism. Uh, we fought in every war there was here in America. They, they, every long, every step we took, you know, they, they drilled that part in us to a degree that it echoes in our children today. And uh, if you ask me, I'm thinking that they're trying to uh, make it right, but then you got these lone wolves uh, like this young man here that uh, shot up, he, he don't want to let it go. That's part of his culture to keep us terrified yeah. and, scr- and let, afraid. Let, let, let me explain. But, let yeah. me explain. I, I, I'm, I, not, I, I'm not letting them off the hook. Hold on, hold on, Priscilla. Like... Hold on, Priscilla. Hold on, Priscilla, because I want to jump in here. Now, Brother Kenwood, uh, I got my little stopwatch going because I don't want to disrespect you. I want you to go ahead and flow for about another minute, and I want to come in and comment, then we're going to go to Priscilla. So go ahead and finish what you're saying, but I want to hit that a little bit what you're saying there are you done uh you know i'll wrap it up right there man uh yeah right there go ahead okay well let me see this really quickly because uh y'all this is what's going on black so-called african-american or black people is over in their group in their blog and they're talking about the white people and if you listen to them they have some legitimate concerns but there are such things as white people, and they're blogging, and they have some concerns. And if you really listen to them, they're going to sound right, too. This is what they say. They're forcing us to integrate the left, the Democrats, the liberals. It's erasing us as a people. It's causing us to be a minority. 
so they're hot. Their coach is taking us down. This rap culture is taking us down. You got to listen to what these people are saying, man. And you'll see the lie. It's sooner or later you're going to hear the lie. If you listen to black people, listen, if you hear the, if you listen to black people, you're going to hear some lies on this show, Five Smooth Stone Network, when all us co-hosts are together, sooner or later one of us say something that ain't true. And we're acting out. We got belief systems. One of which we say on this show, and I disagree with, I try to fight it all the time, is they're just inherently evil. They're not. No, they're not. There used to be somebody called Babylonians. They oppress Israel. Assyria, they oppress Israel. Egyptians, they put work on them and just drove them people crazy. People died working for them, Egyptians. They cursed them until they died. Now we have some people from the north. Because they don't have pigmentation, we want to demonize them, make them like they're from Mars. No, they're not. They're carrying out the Lord's word. Well, how did that happen? The Father, I believe, allows Satan to come up with some lying philosophies. One of which is our white skin is a people. Guess who else believe that? Black people. Black people. We're not innocent. We call them white people. We actually see them as a group based upon a color. So watch this. If they're a group based upon a color and God made them white, why would you want to destroy them? Why do you want to marry them and, and, and erase their culture, erase their, their genes? They look at it. It's offensive. And guess what? They're right. If God made them white, if God made them white, they have a right to say, I don't want to mix with you because you're destroying us with that black gene. They're right. They're right. They're absolutely right. We should not be mingling. The left should not be forcing us to integrate, forcing, forcing, forcing. We should be separated so y'all will not annihilate us. As long as we're separate, y'all over here, we're over there. That's why they like Farrakhan. Farrakhan wanted separation. They like separatists. Black folks are pre-separatists. They like those kind of black people. They like Elijah Muhammad. They didn't like him per se, but they like his philosophy. They're right if God made them white and want them to stay white. They're right. And what that boy did was wrong because he murdered, but it's kind of would make a white person secretly think in their mind, more people need to do that. Right. You cannot be so, so pro African-American that you just can't see what their pain is, man. You got to see their angle. And then you got to take the word of God and and break down the lie. Number one, y'all ain't a people based on the color. So black folks is guilty of perpetuating the lie, calling them white people. You have to say so-called whites or neo-whites. Neo like the woman said, I'm a faded African. Call them an African. Say, no, you're an African, brother. I tell white people, you have as much right to the pyramids and all that because your forefathers are from Africa. Europe is a baby, y'all. There wasn't always a Europe. I tell them, you can't be from Spain. What you mean, brother? 
You can't be from Spain. It's impossible. You can't be from Europe. It's impossible. What do you mean? There was no Europe, man. Then you start breaking down this concept. That's what CRT is all about. It's critical race theory that they want they want banned in the in in the schools because somebody's saying what I just said was called critical race theory. What I just said. That's the that's the basis of critical race theory, meaning there's no such thing as a race based on color. But as long as they're whites, y'all sound ludicrous to them. It's intelligent to go and shoot up. The, it ain't it ain't it ain't something you want. To, it's gonna cause you to go to jail. But at least I got me ten niggas off the off the earth, and they can't produce. That little eighteen year old was trying to think it out, but his parents talk about it probably all the time, and they don't do nothing about alert, it. Alert! 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 It's is it evil? Yes. Is it some God would do? No. But it's a child thinking about this problem. This is what an immature child panicking does. Dylan Roof, same thing. Other white supremacists, same Alert. thing. They're saying. Go ahead. Go ahead. Go ahead. Alert. You said you said the term nigger. I I I got rid of ten niggers off the earth. Okay. Now. I have an issue with that term, but I'm not going to go off on that bunny trail. But I want to make a point concerning that statement because that's a a perception thing, okay? It's, it's, It's understood that black people, quote, unquote, black people are niggers. Right, 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 right. Uh huh. Okay. So where, but where did that perception come from? Well, Percy, hold on. Just for the record, just just for a second, I don't want to get off on the term nigga and all that. I want this. These people I, have. I, a, I don't either. I, we I don't got bigger things going though, Seth. That's the big one, Seth. Go ahead. Go ahead. I'm making also biblical too. Go ahead. I'm making a point here. I'm making a point here. Where did that perception come from? Came from quote unquote white people, right? Nick, well, yeah, yeah, you can say that. Uh-huh. Okay, so uh, now we were talking. You were talking to you. You said something about us forcing them to mix with us as it relates to uh, reproduction. Okay, that's yes. not something. That's. That's their perception. That's a real one, true. a real perception. That's not oh, true. Oh, yeah, it's though. true. We've not been forced. <laughs> we, no, 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 it no. is true. Percept- not- it, we, it, it, we are being forced. They're right. We, are, we, ha- they- we haven't forced them to mix with us. We have not. They mixed, they mixed voluntarily with us during slavery. No, what I'm saying, hold on a second. Just they, so we won't. We didn't force this, ourselves this, this, on them. Ten seconds, ten seconds, in and out, in and out. When they say mixed segregation, that means all of these laws is saying you can't have an all-white school. It's going to the Supreme Court, and the Supreme Court is saying the blacks are right, and they say you got to integrate the school. Integration, forcing the integration back in the 50s and the 40s. Elijah Muhammad said it shouldn't have happened. We should have kept our own schools. They didn't like that. Now they're, they're, they don't want nothing all-white. The government don't. And some of that is not right. The whites are right. But 
the reason why we want to integrate is because y'all got these blacks over here with this inferior education, and if we mix it, everybody will get treated right. The truth of the matter is Elijah Muhammad was right. We need the superior education, and we need to be separate. That is the truth. That's what I believe. That's what I believe. But the father might say different. If the father may say true. The father, the yeah, father we, may say, the father may say, I don't want y'all separate because I can't preach through y'all to these heathens, which y'all are separate. So you got to think about that too. Go ahead. Right. That's a message. That's uh, a just, message. In can I add to it? Can Absolutely. I add to, right to that right there? Go ahead. Go ahead. I, I just want, I just want to say that uh, black folks in general, um, we we kind of really fell in love with that white man, man. Uh, there's a study that went out a few years ago. Little girls, little black girls, uh, asking them to pick out which doll they thought was the ugly doll, which one is the – I mean, it goes back that far, y'all. And uh, when I think when you say it, it's like they're forcing us to integrate, is I don't how they were looking at it. It's because our influence. It's not a positive influence, but our rap music, the culture, the, you know, everything the about us. And – yeah, and the fact that we just uh, our music is so loud that even their own children is gravitating to our music and the whole inf- our influence. They do feel like it's forced. We ain't never said that we're gonna force our way, but it's kind of like they see that we we nonstop have been trying to get these white girls and our black women say they've really been liking them white boys, and uh, it's they really do feel like. The end is coming, and like we're forcing ourselves on them. Um, but I want to just, uh, just kind of throw that in there, uh, just kind of add to what y'all were saying, man. I'm going to pass the yeah. mic right here. Go ahead, Priscilla. Yeah, Rep on what you were saying. Man, this, this, is, this, this is a really touchy, touchy topic because uh, I don't believe that there is a whole lot of people who deal with this from a history perspective. Um, so I don't know if I don't know if people. I guess what I mean by that is I don't know if people dig that deep. You know, um, I think white people's perception okay, uh, of us comes from what they was taught. Okay. Yeah. Hatred is hatred is a learned behavior. Okay. Uh, comes from what they've been taught, uh, and what they've been taught is not truth. But what what I was saying was, um, I'm not blaming us. I'm saying that there are some behaviors that we have that continue. To perpetuate the cycle We are much more um, uh, What's the term I'm looking for Prestigious people We're a royal priesthood man Black people period We we set the tone We like We're the trendsetters of the earth man We're the trendsetters of the earth but we choose right. we choose in many regards. I'll just take for instance our community. How about 
uh, you could go in every city in America, and they had at one time a portion of that city that was really built up, and it was predominantly a black area. And for whatever reason, that area becomes the most rundown area in the city. And we I know a lot of this stuff is by design, you know. But oh, yeah. a lot of us know that it's by design and we just continue to go with the flow. That's my issue, man. We just perpetuate the cycle of stuff instead of being okay. agents of change. Let me so, so basically basically Basically, what and you're saying, I, brother, is say that... This. Let me say this before y'all get a, okay. interject and, and jump on me both with both feet. No, I, no. <laughs> I do not have... I do not have self-hate. I am not a self-hate dude. I love black people. My wife will tell you, whenever we travel and go to another city or state somewhere, I always want to go. I wish I could get my wife on the line right now. So she I believe you, brother. We believe you. What I believe. say when we get there, I say I want to go where my people are. I have right, to go right, there right. first. No, no, Priscilla. No, 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 let me say this. No, I want you to finish, but you, trust me, we don't think you have self hate. So go and make your point in less than right, thirty right. seconds. We're going to comment. I, my point is. We just continue because we don't know who we are and we don't take the time to really uh, uh, embrace who we really are. We don't take, we don't even take a hard look at this thing and say, well, dang, everybody is following us. Everybody. That's why the white people mad. Because their sons and daughters are emulating our sons and daughters. That's why they're mad, because the flavor is there. They see the flavor of these black boys and girls. They see the rhythm that we have. They see uh, how we flow in the jargon that we use. They want to call it ebonic. Call it what you will, but it's our own little, our own little flavor. That oh, they yeah. don't have it's, You can almost liken it to um, um, Cooking It's, oh, it's yeah, always yeah. an exception to the rule It's always an exception to the rule But nine times No, I'm going to go back I'm going to digress Seven, At least seven times out of ten If you go to one of our Brothers and sisters' homes For dinner they're going to put it down. They're going to put their foot in it, like we say. But if we go Six times to out our of white counterparts, <laughs> if we go to our white counterparts' house for dinner, most of the time, it ain't going to be no seasoning. <laughs> it's going to look good. The food going to look good, but it's going to be, we're going to have to empty the salt shaker out on it. Okay, now, Brother right, uh, right. favor, brother, brother Casselberry, go ahead and hop in there. Okay. I, I wanted to start by saying that uh, since I have uh, met you and engaged with you uh, on the show, there's nothing that you have said or seen to me 
that you That's have right. self hate, brother. Let's put that out there. Far and foremost. And uh, I got nothing but the utmost respect for what you stand for and what you're trying to do. Um, and um, I just wanted to make that clear. Uh, uh, but I wanted to mention that tradition, uh, a lot of, a lot of uh, white folks, they got tradition, a culture about themselves. And um, yep. and this is a Christian nation, and uh, they wanted everybody to be under their culture. Um, they enforced their culture on everybody, basically. Yep. But nigger yep. Yep. is also in, that word nigger is mentioned in the Bible. In Acts 13, verse 1, I'm driving, I ain't got my Bible uh, with me at the moment, but <clears throat> that word nigger is right there describing um, uh, describing Philip. No, uh, I forget who it was, but this uh, that uh, I, and maybe one of your guys, if y'all got your Bible with y'all, y'all can. You know, no, we're familiar. There, but... We're familiar. We're familiar, and that's called Niger. That is a place. Okay. But nigger yeah, is yeah. Uh, nigger. Well, they may have got they may have gotten the root from Niger because Niger was glowing was back that... in the day. But nigger was... is an invented. Nigger is an invented word. Niger, they just got the root from Niger, but no, nigger is totally invented. Yes, yeah, two Don't look in there. That's how I always thought the same thing with you saying, uh, self. But it, it turns out that it's actually nigger. Nigger is how you pronounce it. Uh, Niger is English reading it, saying it that way. But if you look at it in the Greek and how it's pronounced in their language, it's nigger. Well, listen, to, listen, 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 before we get off on that, let me just say, bottom line is this, they changed the definition. I guarantee you go to Niger they did. and you ask anybody what your country means, it don't have nothing to do with lazy, shiftless, and all that. They wouldn't have named the country that. And back in the day, Niger was booming. Niger was probably like what Germany is today. You know, back, you got to remember, all civilization started in that motherland, and that area was booming with all types of skills. But let me just say this really quickly. Off of what you just said, off Brother Purcell and Brother Casper, just know, Brother, uh, the same round of respect you have for Brother Purcell, I have it as well, and I have it also for you. Don't shorten yourself, man. You really are forced to be reckoned with. I've, I've listened to you. It shows. I know you got a lot to say Absolutely. on Pastor Paul. And brothers and sisters, we're not. We just don't have time Absolutely. to get to Brother Paul and hear uh, Brother Casper on Paul tonight, maybe tomorrow. Remember the show tomorrow is at 8 o'clock, everybody, Eastern Standard Time. I didn't have a chance to say this early, but again, you're tuned to the Five Foods Phone Network. A brother Seth, I have on the phone line, Brother Prince Sarah Porsche, all the way in Cincinnati. And, of course, we have the one and only Kenwin Casper all the way in Tyler, Texas. They're just swinging, ain't they? Ain't they swinging tonight? This is open forum. Those of you on the phone lines, don't be afraid of these guys. If you have a question, press 1, press 1. Press one if you're in the phone on the chat room. I'm monitoring the chat room. You can type your question. Listen really quickly, and I want to say this before I go. There is hope. We don't always on these shows talk about the hope. I want to say two things real quick, and I'm timing myself because I don't. I want you to get you guys in here. Try to do this in less than three minutes. Number one, the father says the father. What was that? Come back to me so I can address that. Talking about with the with the with the Niger thing, because I saw something that well uh, well the the, the yeah. po- well, you can you can I can't tell you what to talk about but my point is this 
to me, a weightier matter is this. We need to understand white people fears. Otherwise, it's just us against them all day long. Ain't nobody going to win. What I try to do is listen so much to our white brothers and sisters, I can literally argue and hit all the points they're going to hit. That's how you're able to win them. You go and say, I know you think this. I know they're saying this. I know y'all are saying this on Fox News, those that listen to Fox News. Now, they're all white who listen to Fox News, but some people, most of this deception is coming out of Fox News, I'm telling you. Right wing, I'm telling you. So you right. got to know the argument. You got to know the lie. You got to know the lie. I start with number one, you are not a people. And I hear a little noise in the background, y'all. Whoever's moving that, we hear it. We hear it. Whatever that noise was, mute me if you're not talking. But I tell them, brothers and sisters, number one, y'all need to quit grouping yourself together as though you're some ancient people. You are family. I can't deny you're family. And although, yes, you are white and you have family in Europe, I understand. But truthfully told, those families before they got to Europe was in Africa. You got to understand that. Y'all are Africans that have no pigmentation. Well, what tribe are we from? You mix, you mix. That's why God said to Israel, I'm going to provoke you to jealousy by those that are not a people. Those that are not a people, not human. He meant they're not an ancient established people like the Amorites, Jebusites. You can't trace them back because they're little fragments of different people that come out of Africa. Else what does that scripture mean? Else what does that scripture mean? Brothers and sisters, what does that scripture mean? I will provoke you to jealousy by those that are not a people. They're not known is what he was saying. They're not an established people with a long line. That's who is ruling over us today. So when I talk to whites, I let them know so-called whites. That's why I always say so-called neo-Europeans. When I talk to them, I let them know you're building all your affections and emotions on a false premise. You're not a people. It started around 1681 when they started really pushing this whiteness. Before that, someone from Spain, a Spaniard could be black or white. Did you know that, white brother and sister? No, I didn't know that. Yeah, when they had the indentured slaves, they brought them over to here. They was both white and black. A Spaniard would kill an Italian. It could be a white Spaniard killing a white Italian. And that black Spaniard would help him. See color. It was about your country. They spoke the same language. They had the same kind of food. And they didn't like other countries. It had nothing to do with color. It all started around the beginning of the slave trade. They created a new class, and they say, y'all not have to do with Baker's Rebellion. I don't talk about this a thousand times on the show. So I start there first. I make sure I'm clear. Then I start addressing lies, you know, that we're lazy and we're not clean. And I start addressing how we're on welfare. And I start talking about, you know, why would you want to be? Why should a slave be hard worker? What kind of sense does it make to be a hard working slave? You're a slave. Think about it, Bob, Rob, John, 
Why should you be not John? Yeah, John is a white name too, but it's also a Hebrew name. But I say that to them. Think about it. Well, the slaves, those niggas were lazy. They won't say niggas. My friends don't, but I'm just saying they make slaves were lazy. I say, well, think about black people, the weight they go through. Why would they be industrious? Why would they be all creative? They have it so hard. So I get them to think. I get them to think. That's how we have to be on this show. And not saying y'all are not, but I'm just saying when we talk about white people, we've got to understand their fears, their worries. We've got to understand it so much. We almost understand an 18-year-old. It's a lot of white people, man. They're not being honest. They really secretly hold that boy as a hero. Why do you think Ru- uh, Dylan Roof was given a cheeseburger a meal? That cop was saying, you about to go to jail, boy, for a long time, but I like what you did. They can't say it out loud. That's right. It's a, uh-huh. it's a lot of whites, really. Remember, the man, Dylan Roof, was being mentored by a white supremacist older guy. You got to understand, this ain't no joke. White people are about to be a minority. They're panicking. You think That's we right. got it hard? You think we got it hard? They're about to disappear in about 30 years or less. Everything is becoming Hispanic and black. You mean to tell me they're supposed to just sit around and just, just not say nothing? And then that culture, we have a demonic culture called rap, and they don't like it, and their kids love it, and they don't, they they can't fight it. Their kids, my God. Uh, I was kind of trying to think of this one, and I'm, I'm trying to wrap this up because I want to talk about the hope. I guess I'll hit that later. later. But we need to talk about the hope. Because people listen tonight and say, well, what's the hope? The father did say he was going to resurrect him of us. Yes, he did. There's a part of Israel that's going to be salvaged, folks. There's a lot of white people that's tired of white people, white white foolishness and white supremacy. And they're saying, I don't care what color we turn. That's the kind of white people, that, that so-called white people, that we need to be trying to produce. Those that don't care what color we end up, as long as we love one another. There's a lot of whites that feel that way. They're divided. Be careful saying white people. Which ones you talking about? Be careful saying black people. We're not all together. Some of them are the biggest white supremacists. I'm going to say something. I'm going to go in and relinquish the floor. I believe, brothers and sisters listening to this blog tonight, that true white supremacists, most of them are not white. <gasps> what did you say? White supremacists is a person that really, really believe they're superior, and they act out of it. There are some whites ignorant enough, uneducated enough to actually believe that. Everybody joke about the people that live in West Virginia because they're really uneducated. That's true. A lot of white supremacists do live in West Virginia. But there's a lot of uneducated whites that just not learn, not well. But those that are traveling and doing business with blacks, they're not ignorant. They know they're not superior. They know a better history. They know. They can read. But I'm going to tell you who a, a, a white uh, – those are white people that are deceptive and liars. They know better, but they just constantly turn a deaf ear when they hear that rhetoric. And they they benefit from white privilege, but they know they're not superior. That is not a white supremacist. Definition of white supremacy means you really believe it. Those are people perpetrating and lying and, and riding away and quiet, turning deaf ear. I'm going to tell you who a white supremacist is. 
A white supremacy is a person who actually believes whites got it better, live better, this better, think better, their education is better, their college is better, their country is better. Those are foreigners that come here. They feel like America, America. They believe we're better. And black people. Black people don't have relationships with white people. So what they do, they actually believe the lies. They actually, actually believe the lies. Trust me, I live with them. My mother, my own mother used to talk about shaping the nose of individuals, shaping the nose. And she would talk about, you know, y'all clean up this house, these white folks coming. My mother made so many racist statements that ain't funny, and you can't get a better person than she was. We are full of white supremacists. We are the true white supremacists, not white folks. White folks are liars and perpetrators. And again, those ignorant whites is truly white supremacists as well. Go ahead, y'all. I'll bring up the hope of the later. Anybody got comments on what I just said? Uh, just kind of, you know, adding to it, basically, man. Um, uh, they did that to themselves. Uh, everything about them. Um, they they may want to take it to the future. There may be some good ones that want to change this thing around, but they have literally embedded it in our DNA how they feel about us. And I think that a lot of that. Um, oh, whoa, 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 Wait a minute, wait a minute. Let's dissect what you said. We're closing out, everybody. We're wrapping up the show, but really quickly, let's take slowly what you just said. I don't know if you really meant it or not. Let's just take slowly what you just said. Okay. They embedded it in our DNA. When you say right. they, Brother Castleberry, who is the they? White person live next door to you don't have no power. Those is working right beside you on the job. They don't have no power. And they're listening to this show. Right. Who is the they? White people. <laughs> yeah. well, well, I, but let me explain. Let me explain. Um, when I say white people, I, I'm, I'm generalizing. Because I happen to also know some white people that are pretty good. They're on, matter of fact, on my side, they'll tell you too that we did that. We're the reason why your grandmama was stressed out and she hit you, you know, with a stitching cord. You know what I'm saying? Instead of a belt properly to spank you. We're the reason because we beat death. She's traumatized, post-traumatic stress. It trickled down through your your generation. We're, we're, we're the reason why that's the case. We tortured y'all, and there was no psychologist to come through to help fix y'all mentally. Y'all are post-traumatic stress people. Fixing it on your own, trickling down from generations. Uh, hello? No, you're okay, fine. You're fine. All right, there, brother. So, okay. Listen, listen, you're fine. What I want to say to you is this: This is what we have to be careful for, brother Purcell. You're there, right? I am. Okay, listen to me, brother Kenwin. Yes, sir. Please, please hear me out. Please hear me out. Nobody, probably the history in the, I got something called Expo 30. I don't know if you know anything about it, maybe because you've been listening to the show for, for a while over the year. You probably heard me talk about Expo 30. Expo 30 is 30 areas of life. 
Yeah, 30 areas of okay. life where we suffer white supremacy. I don't know. Nobody has to, to talk like that. They, they do talk like that. I think they're back, but they just don't name it some. But I actually got a name for it. It's 30 areas, education, history, medical, I mean, media, every, where they are oppressing us more than any other people. I understand what you're saying, but I think it's, it's, this is why stuff is all black or stuff is all white, because they over there generalizing about us, and when we hear the show turn off, and when we generalize about them, they turn the show. We have got to be wise. To me, I tell people, my shows is not to just black folk. If I'm reaching as black folk, I can't say that it's God, because the most high is not doing nothing based upon some skin color. If your shows is not reaching white, something is wrong with your show. It's a lot of white people. They do want to know the truth. They do want to know the ills of this country. They do. They are already talking about the abortion issue and all kinds of stuff. They don't mind hearing about white supremacy. That's why they're upset. They're upset because we generalize them. There they are working hard, fighting for us, fighting against the – I've seen whites fight the Klan and trying to kill them. And then when they listen to a show like this, we throwing them back with the Klan. That ain't fair. Some of the I keep telling people before we deliver, I'm not gonna wait on the white people to deliver me. I'm not gonna wait on them, but I got enough sense to know black so-called African American rights is not gonna be free by themselves. It's gonna take some funding, some money from a, a lot of ethnic groups helping us because we have too much self-hate to do it on our own. We could do it on our own. We should do it on our own, but I just think the self-hate is too thick. And it's going to take white ministers saying some of the things we're saying, and then the blacks will believe them. Our people ain't going to believe us. My family ain't going to believe me. It's just how it is. Prophet is not with on in his hometown. They're going to have to have a white guy with all his hair on the side, say, well, you know, I actually technically, I believe that there is life. And then all of a sudden, Seth, did you hear that? And I've been saying it for I don't know how long. That's just how we are. So I don't think it's fair for you to keep generalizing to my wife or wife over next door struggling. They don't even know who they are. They don't know who we are. A lot of them do secretly worship us. I don't. I, I don't see how you can say that. It's just me. Yeah. And yeah, before I, you comment, before you comment, before you comment, I just the operator come in my ear. She does it every on the ninety seconds before the show ends and says, "Those on the phone line, stay put." Those of you listen to the show and you clicked on the link, you're not you not called the phone line. You must call that number if you want to keep listening. We're about to wrap up the show, but if you want to, so if you want to hear the final minutes, you got to call 914-205-5590. Check your, she check just your said cord, 60 seconds. Yeah. She has six times? Huh? What was that? Check your cord. The, your your voice is chopping a little bit, but it's but it's it's still clear. But check the okay. cord. It might, it might it's funny, it's funny you say that because I just took it out of my ears because we're so close to the show being over and it hadn't been chopping. It's funny. Now, I was covering my mic. Am I okay now? Because I was covering my mic. Are we okay, okay. now? You You're, are? Good. You're good. Okay. Let me know. Just say you're chopping. Please, important. Folks, listen. I'm the phone line, those of you that listen. But, um, Anyway, brother, uh, I think it's fair for me, Kenwood, uh, brother Kenwood, to let you comment on what I just said. But we got to be careful. I know we're upset with these people, but what y'all see? I, I, this is why it pays to not just be listening to black folk or African Americans or AKA Israelites. You got to go and listen to these white people. 
You got to go talk to him. I, I know you're upset with him. I do be too, but I have some friends. Man, I think the world of him. I, 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 I let him. I, I tell. I don't hold. I tell the same thing I'm telling y'all. I talk about leprosy with them, everything. And they know I care about them, though. But you got to hear what they're saying. When you hear what they're saying, you're going to change your tune. Because they're going to be like, I hate that. I hate white supremacy. I hate it. And they're going to tell you about their grandmama that slapped them because they said the N-word. They're going to tell you about their grandmother that whipped them because they went and did something. Not, not some whites just tell you this. Then others is going to be looking like, yeah, I, I'm that person, nigga. So my point is we got to uh-huh. be very careful because, again, we're trying to build bridges with these people. Uh, we got we're, – we're, 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 um, we are, are, are networking with these people. We are, 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 are and, and I hate to say it, we don't want to wait on them, but yes, some of them is going to be funding a lot of what we're doing. They're going to be funding. They're going to be funding this movement. They're going to be funding this. They're going to be funding this. They're going to be funding this. How's somebody going to turn around and want to help and support you monetarily and you saying something like, you white folks, you white folks? Not saying do it to get the money. That's not what I'm saying. I'm saying the Father is going to move on them. The Father. Why would you make it hard by saying generalizing them and it ain't all of them? Just say those in power. Oh, you're breaking up. You're breaking up again. Okay, I, I I know what I know what I, I know what caused the breakup. Now I put my hand over my mouth like right now. Right now it's probably breaking up. I'm doing it. That's you know, but uh, I have my hand over my mouth. I gotta quit doing that. That's. What's causing the mic, the new mic, to break up now? Now I know, brother Kenwood, go ahead. Yes, sir. Give, give okay. my, uh, but yeah, yeah. It's, I I don't have hate in my heart, man. If I can, uh, it was up to me. I go in the scriptures and uh, you know try to well, like with Paul, I go to Paul in that part of the Bible and and uh, kind of do what uh, uh, teach from that angle if I wanted to teach him in that man. But the fact is, the, uh, the most I already seen is he already foreseen uh, who they are and and uh, and how it's going to turn out. Uh, he would have made them his chosen people. You know what I'm saying? But he's seen something in them. He's seen something in their hearts. That's why. And I think they kind of hate us for that. In a lot, I think they they do know that we the Hebrew Israelites. And okay. I think that one more time, and I and I'm doing this for a reason because you're going to be co-hosting with us a lot, and every time you do it, I'm going to do this to you. Who are Uh-oh. the they? Who are you talking about? <laughs> okay, I mean the Caucasians. Who? But, but I, I'm Caucasian race. How can uh, the guy next door that work at Walmart? Sir, welcome to Walmart. He don't even know nothing about nothing you're talking about. First off, that's true. That's true. This, I think this but but how can I that. describe it without saying is generalizing his race? That's why I say those in power, they're the only ones making these policies. These folks next to you, they don't know nothing about none of this. They don't know nothing about no Israelite. They don't even know who we are. They don't know who they are. They just, they just work and ask and, and look at football. Purcell? I don't agree with that, I, but I do agree that. Uh, you don't agree with what? Hold on, make it clear. You don't agree with what? I, I don't agree with the man next door. Don't know nothing about that. I don't agree with that. I I, I think there's. I agree with the fact that there is always an exception to the rule. There is always an exception to the rule. 
You can never generalize an entire people. There, we all ain't walking, all of us, quote, unquote, black guys, we all ain't walking around with our pants hanging off. We all ain't doing that. We all ain't walking around, running around, knocking somebody in the head, robbing the ceiling either. Okay, let me we ask you a question real quick. We, we, we all are sale. not, listen, we, we all are not, um, um, not taking care of our kids. There's always an exception. That's why I'm trying not to generalize. That's why I'm telling Brother Kenwin you can't generalize. I'm not. When I say the guy next door don't know what you're talking about, listen. If the average African American, hold on, in ten seconds I'm out. I'm letting you finish. If the average African American don't know what you're like, don't know none of what Brother Kenwin just said about us being called chosen. They just learning this. It's 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 it's, it's happening. They're learning now. How you figure? The white, every white person I tell this to, and some of them being dishonest probably, but it's the way they say they don't know it. You got, we talk, I'm talking to white people that like to say they know. They like to always know. They like to always be in charge. If they like, I don't know, I don't have a clue, trust me. Trust me. They don't know. They don't know, man. And for you to I say agree. they know. No, you is, yeah, I, I agree, too. I don't think they know neither. It's not important for them to know. <laughs> they're, they're the superior race right. in this country. Right. I don't think they care. To, I don't think they I, – I, now, I will generalize that I don't think that they care to know that because they've been – Right. That's hold, what hold, hold on. 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 Hold Could it be this? 
they have the superiority, which is why they won't entertain it, because it sounds foolish. Let me tell y'all something. I there's a series called um what is it on YouTube? It's by Black History series. But they was talking about this history program saying how whites to worship us. Nearly worship us. Because in the case of Europe when they the came Hebrews. back the wars went up there. Listen, I'm talking about before the Hebrews. I'm talking about I'm talking about something else. Hear me out, hear me out. I'm talking about black Gentiles. Mm-hmm. The Moors went up there and educated the people in the caves of Europe, which was Africans, having lost pigmentation. They're up there mixing, 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 they became a mighty people. The mm-hmm. Moors went up there and began to educate them. And a lot of the early kings and queens in Europe were black. White people made over them. I'm trying to listen to me. Quit demonizing whites as though they just bent. They are fooling on their whiteness because everywhere they go, they're charged. Every sign you see, a white person is smiling. If you just look at the mag- magazine stack, they look like they're balling. So they get this sense of superiority innocently. Right. From, uh-huh. those, from those in power who I keep talking about. Those empowered okay. no Israelites. The queen said when they was bringing the slaves, don't bring me slaves that are Israelites. That's a true history to Google it. And don't just Google it, but look further into the journals and, and, and really research that. The queen said, don't bring Israelites to this country. Why? She believed we were the Israelites. Those in power have to know and not control the world. They know we are. But every Joe, the every everyday Joe blows some of them reading, they researching just like we do, and they know too. But I'm not gonna put that on all white people. And they collectively holding us back, and they secretly doing it. They think they're superior because they're ruling. Everything that's good seems white. Everything that's bad seems black. When they look at Africa, Africa seems like it's crawling. It's really not. But the way the media, those in power, that's the whites I'm talking yeah. about, presenting them as though Africa is crawling and all black nations is so – they even got a word for them, third world. And so when, he, when, you're, when you're a baby white child and you grow up in all of this lies and deception. You have this sense of superiority. So when somebody you hear, you might hear some black person there, Jew. You just kind of laugh them off. They come on this show, laughing, hanging up in my face. Oh, you nigger! Ah, ha, ha, playing loud music. Y'all, y'all hadn't seen it yet. I don't think Priscilla experienced it, but they come on saying crazy stuff. Why? I am not their equal. They're taught that, y'all. So when they act right. a certain way, they're acting. They're acting out of a lie. But once they know, truly know the truth. They're going to have to act out of that, too. Y'all talking like they know the truth, but they don't want to do it. No, if they knew the truth and knew the danger of messing with the Israelites, the danger they really knew, knew, really know it, they wouldn't do it. I'm telling you, they will go back to worshiping us like they did in Europe. It's these lies that's got these whites arrogant. Here's the, here's the last thing I'm going to say. You think that's something? Look at the black people that look at these same lies and how they treat black folk. 
They doing the exactly. same exact thing whites are doing with the same exact lies. You ain't no Hebrew. <laughs> you niggas, boy, y'all something. They, 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 say, they say worse things sometimes than some of my white brothers and sisters. So it's a philosophy. They're not like demons and can't change and bend all. No, it's because of what is ingrained in them. But they can Learned change. Behavior. They can change. The truth will make them too free. That's right. That's right. Yes, yes, sir, yes, sir. Uh, uh, well, I, I, I agree. I agree with you uh, in a lot of uh, different ways. You know, we on the same page. Uh, but as you can tell by some of the language I use, that I, I still I got this confliction in my heart dealing with the white race. I've met some pretty good ones. Uh, however, when I generalize uh, the race, I, it's nothing but negative come out, you know, out of, out of my mouth about it. Because, well, they have proven to be a worthy enemy of us. Uh, in, in all different di- directions. And I'm probably one of those bitter black people who never can cross that that threshold of hugging them, you know. But, but You got to get there, brother. You got to get there. Okay. Yeah, I got, I got some healing still need to be had, to, to, you know what I'm saying. So I'm not perfect. But I got to say, they really drilled it in my family. Uh, they they really left their imprint in um, in the minds and hearts of my generation and my family, and uh, with poverty, uh, with everything else, you know. But uh, I don't want to have that hate in my heart, though. And so I I just kind of want to end it with that. That I, I just think they're killing us. So to, to keep they 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 wish they could still have that same fear like they used to over us. And I really do believe that because uh, I think that they, we're getting to a point where we're not afraid anymore. And it's having them to go, to be terrorists or or to literally uh, take things uh, over the top extra to, to try let, to let me say this to you before myself come on. Let me and y'all bear with me for jumping in. I know I'm a bit a little bit aggressive here towards him, but it's only because he's supposed to be two hours and we're way over now. So I got to wrap up. But let me just say this oh. really quickly to you, Brother Kenwood, to you, Brother Kenwood. Yes, there are whites. One I'm called Antifa, white groups. They're armed more than any other armed group. They are thousands of them, assault rifles, and they are against white supremacists. Antifa, Google them. Antifa. When they show up, they 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 is just as trigger happy as the other side. They're the biggest group I think there. I think they've got more of them than white supremacists. Antifa is no joke. There's a lot of white people that believe blacks have the right to exist in this country, and they're fighting. I'm I'm telling you what I know. See, I can't afford to be wrong. I'm one of them people. I'm a perfectionist. I cannot afford to go on CNN or anywhere and and some white person school me, and I'd be like, well, I didn't know that. I am not going to be that person. I'm going to know what they're thinking, good and bad, about me. 
And I'm telling you, there's a lot of whites that feel like we have the right to speak and they want to they protect that right. They call it a constitution right. They're constitutionists. Now, listen to me. I hear what you're saying about the other whites. I hear. I understand. My point to you is this. What are you going to say to somebody in Tifa? What are you going to say to somebody that's like the white lady that goes around the country telling how white people, how you're racist and you got white privilege? And she says, I'm a faded albino. And she said, I'm a faded African. And she said that we're all cousins. What are you going to have to say to Tim Wise that go around the country debating white supremacists? There are a lot of Tim Wises, white men that debate these white supremacists. They hate them almost. They're dying. They're losing their life trying to protect. There's thousands, if not, I think there's millions of them. You've got to be careful, man. And the truth of the matter is hate. It's okay to hate. Hate evil. But people, you've got to be careful because they're, they're like a vessels, containers. They're, they're the conduits. One minute they can be evil, next minute they can be good. And do not ignore the pain and suffering and pure evil coming out of the black community with these same lies. I'm after white supremacy. I'm not after white folks. I'm after evil. I'm not after white folks or black folks. I'm coming after philosophy. I told my mom, Mom, quit yeah. saying that. I rebuked her one time and she got offended. I rebuked her at a Bible side. I told her more than once, quit talking about shaping your nose to black people. And she did at a Bible study and I embarrassed my own mom. It felt, it felt weird. I'm not playing with this, man. It's causing us too much pain when we feel like white, anything about white people is, is, a, is, is, is a superior. I tell white people, you don't own no narrow nose. You don't own blonde hair. That's African. Small lips, that's African. Narrow nose, that's African. Well, what are you trying right. to say, brother? I'm saying none of that is European features. Those are African features. Indian people have the same nose as y'all, or y'all have the same nose as them because they're older. And when they have no pigmentation, you can't tell them from y'all with an eye. Where y'all come from? You come from dark-skinned people. Quit, quit tripping. Let it go. Right. You don't know people based on you on no Europe. You not know. So you got the hit where, where it hurts. And again, again, brothers and sisters, we're trying to close up this show. We're going to have to probably take this up a little later, but I, I'm just saying, Brother Ken Wynn, I feel you, man. Uh, so many of us is where you're at. Man, I feel you. I love your honesty. I love your honesty. I love your honesty. I love your honesty. But I promise you, brother, you're not in the fight yet because we wrestle not against flesh and blood, but against principalities that deal with lies and deception, ignorance, wickedness, and implied place. That's what white supremacy is, wickedness in high places. The Bible says we wrestle not against flesh and blood, but against principalities, spiritual wickedness in high places, rules of the darkness. That's yeah. who our war is. You got to see these spirits in people that's influencing them to say stuff. And sometimes it's in your wife, your wife, my yeah. wife. Sometimes it's in your friend, me. Some evil, uh, evil. Sometimes I can say something that's purely of Satan and not of God. If I'm not careful, that's your war. Yeah. Not with everybody white. Little white girl taking your order at McDonald's. She don't know nothing about that, and she listens to the show. So hit, swing. 
fight, punch, kick, but make sure you're doing it to the right enemy. I don't hear you. It's the enemy. It's lies I'm after. It's deception I'm after. It's ignorance. I'm tired of ignorance in the church, and I'm showing up tired of the devil. We've got to cast them out. We wrestle not yeah. against flesh and blood. Go ahead, Brother Ken. Yeah. We gotta respect. I'm gonna let you comment on that. Then I'm gonna go to. Uh, then I want Purcell to give final words. Then I want you to give final words. And I'm wrapping up. So in about one minute, no more time, everybody. Now we gotta wrap up, y'all. In, in sixty seconds, Brother Ken. Go ahead. Uh, yeah, I just wanna wanna say I understand what you're saying, but uh, I've, that uh, post-traumatic stress with them. Uh, uh, castrating uh, men in the slavery time, it just kind of trickled down. And then I'm a living result of it trickling down because I really do feel like I'm in tune with my ancestors with that. But I'm trying to heal, my, heal myself, and, I'm, and that's all I want to say on that. And, and let me say this about your ancestors. Your ancestors better do the same thing. They better understand why we were brought here to slave ships in the first place. Your ancestors better understand we're Israelites and that we'll go through this again if we're not careful. Your ancestors, oh, yeah. your, 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 your mother and a mother's mother and your father and your father's father, that's what I have for my people, for my immediate bloodline. I try to get them to please understand who these people are. Yes, they're going to face some punishment because they've taken it too far. But they, they are the Lord's army they're the lord's army they was called to do what they was to do they was called to do what they was called they was called we are royalty we israel and royalty if it don't does well the father said you're not going to be able to rise there's no other people he said that to you're not going to be able to rise he said you are i'm going to make sure you don't rise well let's go start a business let's go start this let's go start that be careful tulsa Seth, are you trying to say that Tulsa shouldn't have been? I'm not saying that. You saying Black Wall Street? You don't like Black Wall Street? I'm not saying that. I'm saying Black Wall Street, they did everything they did, but incorporates the Father because the Bible said, Israel, you're not going to be able to rise. As soon as you rise, I'm going to cause some to come and take it away because you are not going to be prosperous without me because you're going to make me look bad because you named my name. I got it in this show, but it's, I need to do a show on Profaning the name you, The father is not going to allow Israel to profane his name He'll wipe out this whole nation <laughs> You're always talking about him killing us Killing us That's the only time I think he would I don't think the father's trying to kill none of us If we all would have been dead I just believe the blood covers that But I'm just saying if If the only reason he don't wipe out of all of Israel Is because the nation's going to say See, he killed his own people He talks about yeah. a remnant a remnant, and he says, I'm going to preserve this remnant for my namesake, which brings me to the final thing I was going to say on this show, and that is there is hope for us because God is not going to destroy all of Israel because a lot of us are going to turn to him and be that spiritual Jew by the heart, and he says he's going to resurrect the remnant of us, and the remnant of us is going to return to Israel all from all four corners. We're coming from America. We're coming from India. We're coming from China. Israelites coming from the north everywhere. Even some of them Jews up in Europe, I think it's real because some of our people went up there and kept mixing, and they end up being white. But they're going to come from all four corners. He's going to resurrect a remnant to be and bring them back to Israel. So 
anyway, uh, Brother Purcell, and then we'll get final from Brother Castleberry, and then final from you, Purcell. But right now, give me a minute, uh, comment on what you've heard, and then we're going to go to Brother Castleberry, then back to you. Quick, this, quick, this, this, this is what I'm going to say. This is what I'm going to say. I think that we have a responsibility on both sides. We have, I think the white people have a responsibility and the black people have a responsibility to God first, okay? Those, we talk, I'm talking about the believer, okay? We ha- they have a responsibility. This is what I believe. I believe. I, I would liken this unto a blended family, okay? I am, I am the father of a blended family. Okay, and because my blended children were with their mother far longer than they were with me, I would say to my wife when there was uh, controversy, I would say to my wife, the change is not going to happen until you make the announcement. Okay, because they're not going to hear my voice because I'm an adversary to them to a certain mm. degree. Mm. They are going to hear when my wife finally speak out, when she gets tired and she finally speak out about it and she uh, decree the thing, that's when it'll be heard. That's what I would tell my wife. And that's exactly what happened. This is the same way I believe with this whole racism thing, this us against them syndrome. It's kind of like the police. Until the police who know that they got bad eggs in the bunch actually speak out or come against them and get rid of this blue code they got or whatever it is, it's going to continue to have this whole um police issue that they're having the same way with white people until they actually get tired of being sick and tired and they begin to deal with they people and 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 exhibit some disdain for the injustice that's taking place against people of color then and only then will change occur. The Bible said every man must be fully persuaded in his own mind. I don't care how many debates we have. I don't care how many conversations we have. But until they actually speak out, the ones who are awake, until they actually, like the one lady is doing, like you, you uh, referenced, uh, Seth, I love to hear her say the things that she says. She asked, the, she asked the crowd of white people one time, she said, how many, how many of you would, would like to be treated the way our black brothers and sisters are treated? Nobody raised their hand. She said, wait a minute, you all didn't hear the question. I mean, I'm going to ask it again. How many of you 
would like to be treated the way our black brothers and sisters are treated. Nobody raised their hand. She said, see, that's the indication that you know that it's injustice taking place against our black brothers and sisters. What are you going to do about it? That's what it's going to take. That's what it's going to take. It's going to take them speaking out against it. This, this, uh, 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 Police brutality. It's going to take the police speaking out against it or coming against it. It's but, going to take that. Yes, it's going yes. To take the police. But keep in mind, this is 2022, and they ain't got it yet. I just want to throw that in now. You know, just to and, say. and they never, they've never done that either. What I just said, they've never done yep. that. They okay. ain't gonna do it, brother. Well, uh, well, we don't know because the heart of the king is in God's hands. Yeah, we gotta have right hope. On, we gotta. Right who who'd have thought that y'all? We gotta wrap this show. I mean, we gotta wrap this like show like right hand. now. But uh, like but Seth, let me just okay. say this: we have hope. We have hope. Like Seth well, said, we have hope. Yeah, okay. absolutely. Those of you that's reading the scriptures, remember Joel two. The Most High talks about a people. Uh, Israelites, uh, how he was sent a nation against them, but he says he's going to pity his people because we crying out, Father, remember your covenant. You said you won't utterly destroy us. These people are on us. Father, have mercy upon us. These people you sent against us, it's, it's really hard. Some of us know how to pray, and he's going to remember. The Bible says he will pity, he will pity, have pity for his people. He is the most yeah. high. He does have a heart. He will pity his yeah. people. And the Bible says he's yeah. going to restore remnant of us. So those of you saying, where's the hope in y'all show? Listen, number one, what the nation is going through is one thing. Individual houses like you and brothers and sisters listening, you don't have to go through these curses. I don't believe you're just going through the curses if you're Israel. I think if your house, you and your household, father, father, all the promises are in Christ, if, if, if you walk, uh, yes and amen. If you're obedient, and uh, you ain't got to be perfect, but I'm just saying, if you're claiming the victory in Christ, you've turned your life over, and you're obeying the Father, why would he be sitting up cursing you? That's another teaching I don't like that I'm hearing out of the Israel camp. We all curse. Now, you will mourn. You will mourn. You will mourn for your nation because these are your cousins and brothers, and you'll see pain, yes. But I'm, ter- I'm talking about hitting your household. Folks, you can be blessed. But in terms of the nation, so there's two talks here, one individually, one nation. As far as what the nation is going to go through, Most High is going to pity his people, Joel 2, and it's other parts of Scripture talking about this as well, and it's going to resurrect a remnant, that means a portion of them. And it's mainly because their heart is circumcised and they believe in Christ and they are spiritual Jews, not just bloodline. But bloodline Israel ain't going to be saved just because they bloodline Israel. I don't believe that. I don't believe that. Yeah. I don't believe the Bible yeah, the so, so listen, brothers and sisters, in less than 30 seconds, Purcell, uh, why don't we go with uh, Purcell, you give your final. In less than 30 seconds, literally, no more. Brother Kingwin, 30 seconds. Y'all remember tomorrow we're going to come back with the crew. We should have more co-hosts. Brother John, I think, is going to be with us. Purcell is going to be with us, and I think Brother Casper as well. We may have to see Eliana joining us and others. We'll just see. All right? But quickly, uh, final comments, Brother Purcell. 
The bottom line, people of God, is the back of the book said we won. We are victorious. He always causes us to triumph. Always. He always causes us to triumph. He always provides a way of escape for us. He said in his word that I have not seen, neither ear heard, neither has it entered into the heart of man the things he has in store for us. Good word. Good word. Good word. There are. There is there is a, a, a light at the end of the tunnel. We just have to walk in our ambassadorship. We have to walk in our joint heirship, if that's a word. Okay. We just have to we have to recognize ourselves as kingdom citizens. And oh yeah, oh yeah. What the king said, do. Amen. Amen. All right. All right. All right. Purcell, Purcell, thirty seconds. Let me go to uh, brother Kenwin. I'm I gotta, gotta wrap this show up. All right, brother Kenwin, please. Thirty seconds. All right. Hey, uh, thank y'all for having me on. I hope the audience was, uh, you know, got some education on it, man. And uh, that's what this show is real good for. Enlightenment, and uh, I thank y'all again. I see y'all tomorrow night. Shalom, shalom. Well, shalom, shalom to you, and I shalom, thank both of you man. for being our, my distinguished guest tonight. Folks, we're wrapping up. I apologize. Some of y'all, some people didn't like the three-hour shows, but some of y'all liked it and wish it could go further. So I'm just trying to to to, to follow the the vibe of the people. We tried our best to do two hours, but that needed to be said. It needs to run over, and I always got to play my song to kind of you know to 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 just to Bring it to a close. I love every single one of you. Yes, I do. But I said love every single one of you, and there is nothing you can do about it. Um, again, tomorrow night, uh, we'll be talking about white people fearing, fearing being a minority, and it's causing some of us to die. My goodness. My goodness. Well, he is a shield for us. Name of this song, Thou Art a Shield for Me. Again, I love every single one of y'all, every ethnic group on this planet. Ain't nothing y'all can do to make me hate you. You don't have that kind of power. Good night. Comes a time in every believer's life. The trials are going to come, but God said, I will not give you comfort. So be encouraged. Lord, how are they? Many are they that rise up against me. Many there be which say of my soul, there is no help for him.